Bum, bum, bum. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Wada Hockey. It is your host, Mr. Fink, Laces Out Finkel, uh, with my co-hosts and hosts with the most. I've got Patrick and Jason. Guys, uh, welcome back. We took a little bit of a break uh, for Christmas. First, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Um, how was your uh, holiday break, my friends? No complaints here. Low-key compared to other years, for sure, but um, kind of preferred it that way, especially with everything going on. Best to stay in smaller groups, but it's nice to spend some time with the fam and not work primarily. Yeah, we definitely... Yeah. We kept it small. Jason, how was the, yeah, I was going to say, how was it with the kiddo? You, you, uh, is this his second Christmas? Yeah, it's the second Christmas. It was pretty dope, did, though, uh, man. We, uh, yeah. we, we set up, uh, Santa brought all the presents in, didn't wrap most of them. So just already had them all set up. Uh, and then the way his, like, room is set up, whenever he walks out of his room, he sees the Christmas tree already. So, oh, it was perfect to see his, like, face light up and, oh, that was awesome. And he was super psyched. Yeah. He got a freaking like mini vacuum. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really work well, but he got it. <laughs> you got to teach him young, you know? You got to get him going. Dude, he absolutely loves that thing. He's actually pissed that it's not the real thing and it's actually not functional. I don't think I have. He'll get there. Uh, any... He'll get there yeah, one he'll day. Get there. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I, have a new, uh, I have a new pet uh, in my home. His name is Alf short for alfred uh which is the oh. new shark the shark vacuum cleaner yeah my yeah, uh saw my that folks, on twitter and my folks hooked it up that thing is is uh it's a little bit of a terrorist though I, I left for a little bit um today and set it on its first journey on its own uh came back to my bedroom door shut uh and there was a picture on the floor uh there was a little portable fan drug half awake across my room but uh alf has <laughs> got some strength so We'll, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on him and maybe keep some doors closed. But nonetheless, want to welcome everyone back to another episode of Water Hockey. Um, we have some awesome plans coming up. We have an episode that we reached out to all of our listeners uh, and, and followers on social media, Twitter uh, and Instagram at Water Hockey about a Q&A. So definitely stay tuned for that. There is a Q&A coming. We were looking to do like a live video recording. So if we can kind of get that figured out, maybe we can bring it to you guys sooner rather than later. Uh, we have quite a bit to go over today. Um, obviously, the season is officially announced. Uh, it is coming back. We are getting actual hockey. Big shout out to the upcoming Water Hockey Fantasy League. Uh, we will probably oh, yeah. Some, yeah, we've got some drop-ins coming in from that. We will definitely, if you want to stay tuned to the end of this uh, episode, we also have an update on these sweatshirts. I know some of you guys ordered sweatshirts from us, our first official merch run. Uh, Jason was kind enough to also get us some stickers made. And uh, Patrick, uh, I think your mom gets a special shout out uh, for making the first official custom water hockey water thermos. Is that right? Yeah, it's one of those like Arctic insulated cup things. I don't know what the technical term is for, but yeah, she kind of sublimated printed our logo on there and it looks super sick. I'll have to tweet out a picture of it because she did awesome on it. Yeah, yeah, we might have to uh we're gonna have to reach out to her and see if she can hook it up for the other guys in the Wada Hockey podcast because that thing was awesome. There's, was super there is more than one person on that podcast. <laughs> yeah, the, all all of yeah, yeah, mom. Uh <laughs> 
no, it's awesome. I thought that was super cool that she did that. <laughs> Uh, there is some hockey news. We actually have Texas hockey news. Um, I want to get a couple of smaller stories out of the way before we get to the the girth of the episode, which is going to be really just talking about the, the beginning of the season and the new divisional breakdown. Um, longtime uh, stars icon Corey Perry uh, has signed a contract with the Montreal Canadiens, turns out that was his favorite team growing up. Um, it is a one-year deal worth $750,000. Uh, I want to say that Montreal initially was looking to get Wayne Simmons, who ended up signing with Toronto, because apparently Toronto is like the reunion tour for all of these older hockey players wanting to finally grab that one ring that they could never get. But that's besides the point. Corey Perry signs with Montreal, one-year deal. Um, Jason, how do you feel? I mean, like I said, longtime stars icon now in a completely different, you know, country. Uh, you knew it was going to happen kind of, uh, it hurts, but you know, what can we say? Hockey's business and it's part of it. You know, he was kind of a bit of an enforcer for us. Now we're going to try to have to cover that role again, but as they say in hockey, it's business. It's business, and let's do that hockey. Uh, Patrick, I mean, you know, I think this kind of comes as a little bit, not too big of a shock, actually, considering that the Stars had somewhere around, I want to say the $300,000 mark left on mm -hmm. their cap. For everyone that did not know that, that is why the Stars did not sign Corey Perry to another deal, because 750000 would put them over the cap. So, but yeah, Patrick, I mean, the icon, the worm, is now in Montreal. I'm just glad he's not in our division. I hate to see him go, but I'm really glad that we don't have to deal with his antics eight times this year, or however many times the interdivision games are played between the teams. So, wish him the best with the Habs. Really wish we had the cap to keep him, but yeah, it's business. Best of luck to you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is. It's a bummer, but it, yeah, it's a business, and really you're not signing Corey Perry for the regular season. Um, Canadians must have playoff hopes uh, going into this next season, because let's be completely frank. I don't think Perry really did much for us during the regular season. Um, it was his impact in the postseason that really had stars fans going, Hey, you got to resign this guy. So you know what? It is what it is. It's part of the games, part of the business. Uh, you just got to move on from it. And all those Stars fans that said, I'll never like Corey Perry can go back to hating him just as much as they did when he was with the Ducks. So thank you, me. Corey Perry. Yep, yep, that was you. Thank you, Corey Perry. You've been great. We'll see you next time. Um, real quick, another little bit of past Stars news. Uh, Devin Shore has signed a pro tryout with the Oilers. Um, he most recently was with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Devin Shore, I think, was also in anaheim before that um but yeah devon shore i always like to keep up with some old stars uh just kind of see what they're doing uh you know you had guys like tyler pitlick make a run with the philadelphia flyers in the in the cup uh playoffs last year so um but yeah we'll see if uh devon shore ends up with the oilers um or if maybe he ends up with the nh or the ahl excuse me whenever that starts up uh but guys you know really i think the whole reason that we wanted to get on here and talk a little bit of puck was the, the announcement 
the NHL season is coming back on January 13th. Uh, it's going to be a, I believe, 56-game season, and there are going to be some unfamiliar faces in the Stars division. Uh, I'm going to real quick go over just the Central division. That's the, that's the that's still the Stars division, um, but you've got the Carolina Hurricanes, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Detroit Red Wings, the Florida Panthers, the Nashville Predators, and the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Patrick, I I'm going to throw it to you. How do you feel about the realignment? How do you feel about the Central Division going into next season? So the first thing I'd like to say is whoever decided that St. Louis is not a Central Division team, despite being within like 100 miles of five of the teams in there, is needs to look at a map. It's that simple. I'm not complaining too much about us not having any West Coast time zone games. So that's really my only complaint is St. Louis somehow being a West Coast team along with Minnesota, but who cares about them? Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I was just, that's honestly the point that I was going to make. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, the fact that we don't have to stay up until 9 p.m. to watch a hockey game that's going to end at least midnight um, is extremely yeah. refreshing. So. Yeah, I uh but overall, I mean, I kind of like it. I'm not looking forward to 2011 World Series-esque recaps of the Stanley Cup Finals last year every time we played Tampa Bay. Thankfully, it wasn't as heartbreaking as that one was even though it did sting quite a bit. But um it, yeah, it's going to be some interesting games, some good competition and also we played Detroit and Chicago, so hopefully we take care of business there, but I think it should be a good season. Uh, Jason, I mean, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see a lot of these teams multiple times, which, okay, the obvious answer is Tampa Bay. But outside of Tampa Bay, Jason, which one of these Central Division teams do you see causing the biggest issue for the Stars next season? Uh, I'm going to go with Nashville here. I think we caused a nice little rivalry with them uh, with the Winter Classic. Uh, and then when we met, I think it was a f few weeks later after the uh, Winter Classic, it just got heated. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of energy. And there we have it. I mean, their roster is kind of young. They're about the same as us. You know, they've got some they've got some senior talent there who have been there before and done it. And now they've got the young guys coming in. And it's going to be a it's just like what we have with Miro being like the young guy. Um, you know, everybody coming in that's get fresh. Yeah. That's an interesting take. I think Nashville is is definitely gonna have some struggles coming up next season personally. I think they've still got quite a bit of work to do building that team back up. Um, you know, I think you know, they've got some some age issues um approaching them, but who's to say that Dallas might not be in that same boat here in the next, you know, four to five years. Um that being said, uh, who are you most excited? Now, okay, you did say that Nashville had a nice little rival rivalry with uh, with Dallas. So I think, Jason, I, I think we can agree that Nashville is probably the, the team you're most excited to see the Stars play. Patrick, I, I'm, I'm going to pose the same question to you. Not so much what's going to be the biggest threat, but who do you who are you most excited to see the Stars play next season? I'm going to have to say Carolina, partially because they 
you know, they got knocked out in the first round last year, which was not ideal, but they made it at least. So it'll be nice challenge and a different face to kind of have to deal with in the regular season. And then their social media team is awesome. And our social media team is awesome. So I think the memes yeah. from those games are going to be pretty great. Could not agree more. Probably top top tier on both ends. Um, well, I mean, it's just, I'm super pumped. Like I said, we're going to have a fantasy league. We've got pretty much all of the spots filled. I'm extremely excited to see how this next season is going to go. Um, I really am hoping that we don't see a lot of COVID issues. Uh, you know, obviously with the NFL, Major League Baseball, uh, we've seen how leagues ran outside of a bubble and kind of break down. I mean, I think we might have actually touched on this where uh, at one point, one team, the Denver Broncos, didn't even have an active quarterback, and the NFL still expected them to play a game. So you almost kind of have to worry about the same situation. Do you see the stars where, you know, God forbid, Dobby, Ottinger, and whoever else, Landon Bo, they have sitting at the goaltending spot, all gets COVID, and then, you know, what are you going to do? Throw Radulov into some goalie pads and, you know, <laughs> hope the warthog can just suck up pucks? I, I don't. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. You know, outside of the Central Division, obviously there are three more divisions. What are you guys, or which division are you most excited to to see? And I'm I'm gonna kind of jump in and, and real quick give my take on this because if your answer is not the North, then you don't really know much about hockey because we're for the first time getting an all Canadian division. Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg will all be in the same division playing against each other for 56 games, meaning that we'll get the Battle of Alberta at least 10 times, which if you're not familiar with the Battle of Alberta, I believe it's Calgary versus Edmonton, and they absolutely hate each other. You will get knocked down, drag out fights. So I feel like if... I said that stuff and you guys don't say the north it's going to sound really mean but yeah patrick what are uh what what division are you most excited to see moving into the next season maybe i don't know hockey because i wasn't going to say the north <laughs> that's okay and that's you know what i i retract my previous statement because no, i know no, no, there are people that listen to the show that haven't watched a lot of hockey outside of texas and we want to educate them and not make them feel like they are on an island <laughs> no that's quite all right but I will go with what I was going to say is, um, shit, let me think of, I don't even know what their division is called. Oh, the West. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, <laughs> well, you know, I got a little mixed up with the uh, the straightforward naming conventions as opposed to the Metropolitan and Pacific and all that yeah. nonsense. Oh, yeah. That's true. I do kind of like it like this. Conferences. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty straightforward. Um, but yeah, I, I think the West, just because I kind of want to see how that shakes out with St. Louis, Vegas, Colorado, and San Jose. And I guess kind of on the fringe, Arizona to see how that goes. So yeah, it'll be nice to have um, the Battle of Alberta, which was a complete shit show last year from the games I remember for 10 games. But as far as like impact to the stars, rivals, St. Louis and Colorado, uh, and I guess maybe sometime in the future Vegas, depending on how the playoffs go over the next few years. Um, I'm really interested to see how it goes out out west with them playing eight to ten times a piece. Yeah, I think it's going to get 
pretty, pretty, pretty violent. So, uh, Jason, I mean, you know, really, you, you're, you're a Canadian boy at heart. So, I mean, are you, are you on the, on the North bandwagon? Are you, are you excited to see who is the true king of the North? Uh, yeah, I really am because you know there's a lot of the original teams in there. Uh, between Ottawa, Montreal, and Toronto, there, you know, half of them were up there. So, or I guess it was Ottawa, right? No, yeah. Oh no, Ottawa. Ottawa, Ottawa actually came in way late. Way uh, after, yeah. Fun fact: Rick Bonus was their first ever head coach, and it was one of the worst seasons in NHL history. Oh shit! Um, yeah, I watched a fun mm-hmm. little video on that. It was awful, but yeah, um, I like where your head's at. Uh, the OG teams, but the but the one I am truly most excited about uh, is the East. Though uh, I'm excited to see Boston and Philly and Pittsburgh and Washington all together, even throwing the Islanders in there. There's a lot of power there. So there, are, yeah, definitely. Uh, you've got the Rangers who had the number one pick overall uh, in the same mm-hmm. division. I think I think competitively. The the West and the East are going to be probably the most competitive divisions. Um, you can't deny the fact that Colorado is a top tier team. I mean, it, it's they're they're one of the top three teams in the NHL when healthy. Um, and then you've got just the grit and and veteran leadership in teams like Boston, uh, again in Pittsburgh. The fact that Pittsburgh and Washington are going to play each other, you know, eight to ten times. Um, I'm excited. It should be a lot of fun. Sydney and and uh, Ovechkin going at it again. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun season. You know, I'm I'm I think I speak for all of us when I say I'm just glad that hockey's back. I'm glad that we're gonna get to see some some hockey that actually counts for the NHL again. Um, I don't think I really ever had a doubt that we were gonna see that, but you know. The fact that they announced it and it's actually happening, happening, uh, nonetheless, gets me all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Speaking of, uh, tomorrow we are recording right now on December 29th. Training camp for non-playoff NHL teams starts tomorrow, so technically, the season "quote unquote" starts tomorrow. Um, well, we've gone over the divisions. We know what teams are in each. Um, who do you guys see? being at the top of the division uh respectively i mean i know it's kind of a a hard question to to really answer without doing a lot of research but um snap judgment patrick uh you know from the north the west the central to the east who do you see coming out on top of those divisions okay so i'll start with this i'll start with the central division homer pick i'm not saying dallas is going to be number one i think that's going to be tampa but I think Dallas is definitely in the top four, along with Carolina for sure. And based on recent success, I think I'm going to stick with Columbus. I think Nashville's probably a little too old and maybe down near the Detroit-Chicago line as far as wins and losses go. Florida's kind of the wild card, so we'll see how they turn out. Uh, East. I'm going to go with Boston for sure. I think the Islanders showed a lot of promise last year, making it almost to the Stanley Cup Finals. And I would have liked to see them rather than Tampa Bay, just because I thought we matched up better with them. And then Philly and probably the Caps. I think that's... No no love for Pittsburgh. All right. 
No, I, I, I don't know why. I just feel like, from what I've seen of Washington, they just find a way to win games, at least to get there. They, they dig and they dig and they dig. They're pesky. They're kind of. They honestly, they remind me of the stars. Yeah, the stars uh, will get down early and then have to fight their way back, and that's kind of how Washington plays. They're like Doug Trio. They're like the Doug Trio Pokemon. They dig and they (laughs) dig and they dig. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Jason, I could be completely wrong about these. Or you, you could never be know. completely right, and you could be on to something. Only time is going to tell, dude. Only time will tell. Uh, Jason, real quick, what are you thinking for your, your top four teams in each division? All right. In the central, again, got to go homer here, but I legit like our chances here. I don't think we're going to – obviously, I don't think we're going to be a one seed. Tampa Bay has does have that locked up for sure. Uh, give me Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Tampa. Whoa. Yep. Interesting. Said it. And that's even with Taze yep, saying that he's not going to be playing at the beginning. Okay. All right. Bold yep. statement, Cotton. Moving on. Yep. Uh, in the East. So I'm going to say the Islanders may run away with this. I'm just throwing it out there. Ooh. They may run away with it. Place your uh, bets, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. There's something about them. I, I, like we saw in the end of the last season, or there they kind of had a nice little run. Uh, I think they're going to bring a lot of that success to the new season. They're going to come out of the gate strong, and yeah, it may hold up. Uh, and then let me say Washington's going to follow them behind Boston and the Rangers. Okay. All right. I like that. Mm, out of Philly the out. Yep. Yeah, no Philly. No Philly love. Uh, I do think they'll be a pesky fourth fifth there. You can interchange Philly and Boston, but I'm favoring Boston personally. Okay. Okay. Here for the West, let me go Colorado, Vegas. Colorado number one, Vegas number two, Anaheim coming in number three. And give me Minnesota. Saint, so St. Louis wow, does not make it. I mean, ideally, I would love yeah. to see that. No, man, I think they're going to flutter out. Uh, oh, and, I think, awesome. and I think not playing Dallas is going to get to their head. Just saying. They, they, they need the yin to their They need it. They need it. All uh, right, what are you thinking for the North? In the North, give me Edmonton. He's going to run away with this. Uh, followed by Winnipeg, number two. Okay. Toronto, number three. And Vancouver, number four. Okay, so Calgary, the flame fizzles out. Okay, mm-hmm. wow. All right. I mean, yeah. Vancouver's got. I don't think it's, don't think it's there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really like the way. I mean, you know, they played the stars, but I I didn't see much from them in that round. So, oh, wow, nothing okay. that anybody else can keep up with. But I All mean, right. what, do I, what do I know? What I mean, we're just a Not couple hockey. guys talking hockey in Texas, but exactly. Um, I'm just going to rattle these off. Obviously, I'm with you guys uh, in the Central. I do think Tampa Bay is going to run run away with it. Dallas is going to be number two. Uh, Carolina, number three. I really think that Florida is going to overtake Columbus because Columbus just a, Columbus is a great defensive team. I don't think they score enough goals. I think Florida is going to find some fire. Uh, we're going to see them at number four. The East, ah, it, it's hard to ever say that Sidney Crosby is not going to play a team into the playoffs but number one overall i think is going to go to probably boston followed by pittsburgh 
and then Washington. And I feel like the Rangers, they have a young core. Uh, Zebedinibadad, I can't say that guy's name to save my life, but he's going to have a stellar season. Uh, it's going to drive them into the fourth spot. In the West, yeah, Colorado number one, easy, no question. Vegas number two. I really think St. Louis is going to is going to continue to play well with Bennington and Ned as much as they hate Bennington. Uh, St. Louis number three. And then number four, I really hate to say this, but I think this might be the year that Minnesota actually makes a little bit of a difference in the playoffs. Uh, and by that, I mean just getting into the playoffs. Uh, so Minnesota <laughs> number four, I hate. Sometimes hate all you got to do is get there. Yeah, I hate saying that. As far as the North goes, uh, definitely see Toronto making it into the playoffs. Number one, uh, they just have too strong of a team not to make it into the playoffs, the first seed. But they're going to get knocked down the first round, as Toronto always does. Uh, I definitely see Calgary. Um, I think something that we forgot to go over with Calgary is they have, I think his name is uh, Markstrom, uh, the goalie that was on Vancouver, that six foot four giant beast. Um, is now a Calgary Flame. I think that's going to be a huge addition for them. So I think Calgary is going to be in there. Definitely Edmonton. You can't have Drysdale and McDavid and not make the playoffs. Uh, and last but not least, I'm going to say Montreal. Uh, they they traded for Corey Perry. They wanted that little instigation. They got who they wanted. I think Montreal is going to sneak their way into the fourth spot. Uh, sorry, Vancouver. I love your Sprite can jerseys, but it's just not going to work out for me. But yeah, those are the predictions. We will see. Like I said, we'll have to come back and check on these uh, at a later date, see how we did. On that note, as far as uh, you know, watching hockey, we do have one thing, one gripe, uh, but there is a silver lining to it. The Stars will only have one nationally televised game on NBC. It is versus Carolina. I believe it's April 4th. Guys, Stars get no love. Patrick, how do you feel? How do you feel that the fact that the Stars get one nationally televised game? I mean, why would you want to watch the previous season's Stanley Cup runner-up when you could watch Detroit six times? They were Bingo. in contention for the number one draft pick. So, I mean, if you really like shitty hockey, then go ahead and turn on Detroit. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, like you said, there's a silver lining, and that's that we get Josh and Razor pretty much every game except one. Don't have to listen yep. to Pierre somehow shoehorn in Colorado and keep McKinnon's dick in his mouth. Yeah, I was gonna well, say shoehorn how I'll great take. McKinnon is and spicy boy. I don't know that. I mean, that was probably Colorado should just change their name to the Colorado McKinnons as far as NBC is concerned because he may be the only player on that team from how the playoffs went last year with the commentary. McKinnon passes so. it to McKinnon <laughs> off the bench now for McKinnon. Like I, I remember there was one McKinnon, goal. What the save? There was one goal that we scored against Colorado, and NBC somehow turned it into how great of a defensive effort he made on the play that he didn't stop that we still scored on. It's like okay, now you're just being ridiculous. You're going out of your way to make comments about him, and I have no ill will towards Nate McKinnon, and I may have mentioned this previously. I have no ill will towards him as a player or as a person. It's NBC's fault. And that's all. That, all that's all I got. All NBC's fault. No, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's just, it's kind of baffling, really. Uh, it is what it is, but it's baffling. You definitely understand that Detroit is a hockey market, um, even though they are piss poor. Um, they are going to be 
piss poor for probably another two or three seasons to come, I would predict, before they have any kind of resurgence. But yes, the silver lining is we don't have to hear Pierre Butcher, Miro Heiskinen's name, and Garyanov's name, even though, believe it or not, it says their names on the back of the jerseys in big, bold white letters or big, bold green letters uh, or big, bold neon green letters, just depending on the night. Um, Miro Heiskala. Yeah, yeah, more than Heiskala. Uh, Jason, <laughs> no, you know, how, do you, how, do you think, uh, how do you think the Stars are going to fare having their one nationally televised game. Let's get an early, let's get an early, early prediction scoring wise from Jason uh, as far as the April 4th nationally televised game versus the Carolina Hurricanes. All righty. Give me one second to prep for this question. I've got a great answer for you. I just got to, I got to oh. do some counting. No, you're good. Cause hopeless minds are, are awaiting. Um, this is obviously going to be the exact score of the game on April 4th, which is just a mere uh, roughly four months away from this moment right now in time. Uh, so it would make complete sense as to why you knew the score exactly the way it was going to be broken down on that evening. He's got to run the or, algorithm. Yeah. The or knowing our, no, knowing our luck, it's a, it's an afternoon game. NBC stifles <laughs> us and gives us one nationally televised game. And it's at 11 AM. <laughs> so, uh, Quick math, really quick. We are 40 games into the season now. Okay. After this moment. Um, I think we are quick math, uh, 25 and 15 leading up to I'm it. We have I'm seen, sweating. I'm sweating. I'm sweating just thinking about this. We have this. seen Carolina one, two, three, four, five, five times now. And I think it's going to be a tight series. It's going to be 3 2 going into the series. Uh, this will be a four. This will be the fourth game won by the Stars against Carolina, and the score will be, since it's in Carolina, I think it's going to be a close one. It's going to be 2-1. to one. Miro gets absolutely. the game-winning goal. Miro, the offensive juggernaut 90, himself. Absolute madman. 90 seconds left in the game. I mean, you heard it here first, wow. folks. If that's how it goes down. Down to the minute. If that's how it goes down, then I don't see why this podcast isn't the number one hockey podcast in Texas. It in may be one of, in the world. <laughs> Spitting chicklets, who are you? You've got your own vodka. Well, we've got we've got our own Doctor Strange. Just like All right. <laughs> that was quick math, man. I was just spitballing here. Uh, there, I could be a few p value off as far as like win record, win loss record, but I mean maybe maybe by a game at most. Um, two, there you have it. yeah, two maybe, but there you have it. I mean, the predictions in. Um, place your bets, you know, four months and a couple weeks in advance, and and you guys will be rolling in dough. Um, well, real quick, I want to dive into the Allen Americans. Um, like we've probably stated before, uh, we will definitely be uh, hitting up some Allen American games this season uh, with the holidays. It's been kind of tough. They The ECHL did start their season. Um, they had the home opener just a couple of weekends ago. I mean, the Allen Americans were well on their way to winning the Kelly Cup, uh, which is the ECHL trophy. Um, I'm sure that it's, it's no surprise that there are some ECHL franchises that have decided to sit out this season. Um, as it stands right now, the Allen Americans are on the top of the mountain division. No pun intended. It's actually called the mountain division. 
Uh, they are four and one with an 800 win percentage. Uh, they are currently sitting uh, at a four and O streak. So they lost their first game and have been doing nothing but winning since. Um, and one of the reasons that they have won four straight um, is by the hand of uh, Jesse Mikan. Um, he was named the ECHL player of the week for December 21st through 27th. Um, he scored three goals and added an assist for four points in two games against Tulsa last week. Um, the dude's 28 years old. Uh, he scored two goals and a four to one win on Saturday last weekend and added a goal and assist in a five to one victory on Sunday. Um, Mike is tied in the ECHL leave with five goals and is tied for second with six points in five games this season. Um, guys, I don't know how you feel about the Americans. I'm just super pumped to see some live hockey and you know, it's, I'm hoping that we can make it out to a game soon and definitely hoping that we have some hoodies at these games. Um, did I just segue myself? You damn right. I did. If you ordered a hoodie from us, uh, the orders should be coming in hopefully by the middle of next week at the latest. I am in constant contact with the folks over at Rival Hockey. Was that our first plug? Maybe. And, yeah, a little. Get your contacts in order. You can send your bulk emails out now. <laughs> I'm going to go the bad voice. Yeah, I like that. I think uh, Rival is going to start sponsoring this podcast because of the fantastic uh, drops that we just gave them. But yeah, um, oh, I thought you, I'm sorry. I thought you yeah. were going with constant contact. Constant contact. Yeah, is you that said you've been in program? constant contact. The uh, email software like Mailchimp. Oh no! Please give us your entire spiel. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you know they just it's who we use actually for mass emails at work, like when we well, send out marketing emails. I think we're going to have to do the I've same thing. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. I think Wada Hockey is going to have to have their own constant contact setup. So all of our hundreds and thousands and millions of listeners can get updates on the minute every minute. That's right. But yeah, no, I've I've been in constant contact drop with the guys at Rival Hockey drop. And we are hoping to have those uh, hoodies by the end of this week into next week. You know, once those hoodies are in the boys at Wada Hockey possession, we'll make sure to get those out to you as swiftly as as possible guys it's a little bit shorter of a show today uh how how uh how are we feeling about the new year what of our what of our new year's resolutions Jason? what what do you want to be in 2021 uh i'm gonna be me but just a lot lighter hopefully so fingers crossed beautiful and inspiring there you go. patrick patrick any new year's resolutions are you a, a black bean eating kind of guy or what can we expect from from king smith no. rolling into next no. year my my one New Year's resolution every year is to be just a little bit sassier than I was in the previous year. Ooh. And, and so far, since I started that yearly resolution three years ago, it's gone pretty well. So I think I'll keep my 100% success rate and not overtax myself with unrealistic goals. No, I think that's brilliant. A little, I, a I, smidge sassier is is all I can handle, I think. No, I mean, I, if we're going to continue this whole little journey of, of being podcast superstars, I think you got to have a little sass. I think it, it, it would benefit you greatly. So I think I speak for Jason when I say, uh, yeah, bring all that ass and bring all that sass. <laughs> 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 but, oh, uh, real quick, too, I guess I shouted out earlier. Um, well, my, I guess my resolution is to, to play as much hockey as humanly possible. 
uh, going into 2021. Yeah, big shout out to the the guys that have signed up for our fantasy hockey league. Um, I will be reaching out to them, and we've got a trophy, guys. Posted it on the uh, the socials. Uh, we have beautiful. Yeah, it's it's gonna have some more. Uh, it's gonna have some more done to it. It's gonna have some more work done. Once I get my hands on some of those Wada hockey stickers, looking at you, Postal Service, uh, go ahead and give me those stickers because Mason sent them to me weeks ago and they're still not here. Anytime would be great, Postal Service. Looking at you, um, we will get some get some cool stuff on that trophy. But yeah, we will be giving uh, definitely giving updates each episode of what's going on with fantasy hockey. We will be talking trash. Maybe have some of the guys in the league on to see how they feel about how things are going and how we are as commissioners in this world. So guys, uh, that's pretty much all I've got for this episode. I mean, we've, we've dropped a couple of names as far as like who we know in the industry with Shoopy and Shippy. And now we're doing drops from, from possible sponsors in the future with, with constant contact and rival hockey. But uh, <laughs> do you guys have anything else you want to, you want to share with the hundreds of thousands of millions of listeners? Stay sassy. Stay sassy. Jason, I feel like I've got don't forget your Kermit tattoos and now Patrick's got stay sassy. What what have you got for the people? Oh man. Uh <laughs> you on the spot here. here. Yeah, <laughs> I had to. Oh, you know, shit. There I go. like it. <laughs> there you go. Well, you heard it here first. You know, shit. <laughs> Guys, that's all I have. Thanks always to uh, everyone that that tunes in. Uh, make sure to like and uh, subscribe uh, on our, I guess, Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts fed into your ears. And we will see you guys on the next one. And uh, as always, catch you on the flippity flip. There we catch go. you on the flippity flip. <laughs> and don't forget your Kermit tattoos. Stay sassy.